I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Brad Keller, a senior VP with consulting firm the Santa Fe Group, where Brad focuses on risk management, privacy, online fraud, and authentication issues. Brad will be discussing tips and strategies for how healthcare organizations can balance HIPAA compliance efforts with implementing more robust data security and privacy programs. Hi, Brad. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Now, from your work with healthcare entities, how well do organizations do in their efforts to comply with HIPAA privacy and security rules versus implementing more robust security and privacy programs that go beyond what's required by HIPAA? Unfortunately, uh, what we're seeing, and it mirrors what has happened with other industries, is the focus tends to be on what do I have to do to make sure that I'm in compliance with my regulators. That really, in many ways, almost paralyzes companies, and they tend to focus on minimum standards instead of, from a risk analysis perspective, what are the best things for me to do? And within just making those decisions, deciding which ones allow them to have the best protection at the best cost, that still meet their regulatory compliance needs. So we're not seeing, and I expect that we won't see for a while, folks putting an effort into really going beyond what they have to do just to meet their compliance requirements. So now, do you think that some healthcare organizations are under the impression that they only need to comply with HIPAA security and privacy rules and everything is good? And why is that? Well, that tends to be sort of the false level of comfort that that people have is as long as I can check the box and I can meet my compliance standards, then I'm okay. But that's not what the regulators have in mind when they develop these, these webs and networks of, of rules and regulations, and it's why there's so much flexibility in them. When you look at the security standards set up by HIPAA, um, it requires that a risk analysis be done just to determine the extent to which the rules apply as far as some of the implementing uh, requirements. That really forces people to go beyond and, and just checking a box to say they've gone through the exercise isn't enough. They've got to take that extra step to say, what am I doing to protect information, data, systems, to make sure that I'm meeting the ultimate standard, which is the protection of of private health information. So now, what's holding healthcare organizations back from doing this? What's holding them back from implementing more robust security and privacy programs that do go beyond that floor set by HIPAA? For instance, is it a matter of resources? Is it a matter of not understanding what the risks are? What else? Well, a lot of it has to do with resource allocation. Obviously, what we're talking about here um, doesn't generate revenue. It's a big cost and expense factor and one that covered entities have got to fairly quickly find a way to fund, to figure out how they can move beyond and and put the kinds of requirements in place that that they really need. And and part of the reason that that healthcare organizations have a little bit of a double whammy is not only do they have private health information, but they've also got private financial information as well, which almost makes them a double target for the criminals and and the bad guys. Still haven't after 25 years, still don't have a better term 
than bad guys, but uh, we're still working on that. But it creates a real challenge to identify um, all the different threat vectors. Uh, that's a new thing for healthcare organizations. They're not accustomed to, to criminals uh, at their gates, and not certainly not the way the, the banking industry, for example, is. So it's really about trying to, to take a step back and, and thinking about all of the different threats that are at their gates and what they need to do to, to be able to address them. So it becomes a real issue in prioritization. Now, with that said, what are the most important steps that healthcare organizations should be taking to improve the security and privacy of their data that aren't requirements of HIPAA? Well, it's, it's really implicit with, within HIPAA. It talks a lot about risk. But healthcare in the past has really taken a real compliance approach towards life. Am I in compliance? Yes or no? I can check that box. What they really need to do is move to more of a risk-based approach of everything takes into account a risk analysis and a risk scenario. But maybe most importantly, what they've got to start with is really what is the foundation of their, their program. They really need to begin with looking at governance first. So what are the different programs that I have to put in place? How do I have to structure my organization? just to be able to have the right governance in place that I can begin to tackle this. Once governance, once organizational structure is in place, it's at that point you can move on to looking at policies and procedures and standards, all of which need to be embraced and adopted on, on a, a company-wide, organization-wide level. And really those two foundational elements have to be in place uh, before they can really move on and start to think about okay, now that I've got my organizational structure, I've got a good set of corporate policies, procedures, and standards that take into account our organization's risk, perspective, and appetite, as well as the regulations externally we have to comply with. It's at that point that they can begin to take on the process of really developing and executing the actionable program. And when they do develop those programs, what should they be doing? What do you tell organizations that are unsure what they should be doing and where they should start? What, what sort of advice do you have for them? Well, you know, interestingly enough, uh, whenever we look at these areas, everybody wants to focus on the technology. And the technology is really the easy part. You can go to smart, intelligent IT professionals, and they can tell you how to develop access control. They can tell you how to execute a good identity management program. They know how to write the code. They know how to implement the software. The weak link in all of this is the human factor. And that's where, again, a real broad perspective and a real focus needs to be made because it's you can have the best programs and applications in place, but if your employees don't understand the importance of following protocols for running those programs. If, if they don't understand how they should give authorized access to data, if they don't follow all that, then these systems fall down. So it's really about employee education. That is one thing that, that gets overlooked quite a bit in the, in the desire to put in the best uh, or the best at the best cost technology 
We often forget about the fact that we have to educate all of our employees on the importance of privacy and security, how to manage and execute these programs, and how to do something as simple as bring a patient in and know that that person is really who they say they are when you first put them into the system. Are there other mistakes that you see healthcare organizations making with their privacy and security efforts overall that are common? Yeah, a very common uh, mistake that's being made is really failing to manage and address the business associates in a meaningful way. Um, initially, we're seeing in a lot of covered entities relying on their contracts. And they take the approach that says, well, you know, my business associates all sign contracts that require them to live up to the same standards that I do. Um, and then that contract gets filed away. Unfortunately, as the banking industry learned the hard way, the mere fact that someone has stated that they'll, they'll do that, that that's in the contract, is not sufficient. There has to be some additional amount of independent due diligence conducted to determine if those contractual obligations can be properly fulfilled and, in fact, are being properly fulfilled on an ongoing basis. That presents a real challenge to the covered entities because of the sort of the daisy chain of security responsibility that flows down through anyone and everyone that touches their patient health information uh, as they outsource services. So now, what sort of health entities do you see struggling the most with privacy and security and compliance issues overall? You know, we really see the covered entities not doing a bad job of managing things within their world. Uh, where we're seeing within healthcare overall, the biggest struggle is with the business associates. Similarly to other industries, so draw the analogy to financial services, a lot of the business associates aren't that large, they aren't that sophisticated, and they certainly don't have the resources that some of the large covered entities have to put in place meaningful security and data protection technologies. Because of that, these people are struggling the most. Many of them don't understand their requirements and their obligations. And even to the extent they are, they struggle with finding ways to actually execute them in an effective way. Thanks, Brad. I've been speaking to Brad Keller. I'm Marian Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.